Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will begin a new message, which is titled Amazing Grace. The purpose of this message is to describe to us the beauty of God's grace. The text for this message can be found in Acts chapter 9. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them to Acts chapter 9 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was, now I'm, was, now I. Very, very, very. It is probably, arguably, the most notable hymn in the Christian faith. It was written in 1772 by a man named John Newton. It is so popular, it is so beloved, it's almost similar, that hymn is almost similar to Psalm 23. So beloved, it has stood the test of time, and it's not only used inside the walls of the church, but it's a hymn that is sung in secular environments, at secular events, because if you have just that first stanza alone begins to soothe your soul, it begins to speak love and hope and joy and peace in a way that honestly no other song has. Now y'all know I'm a beloved Michael Jackson fan and he's got a whole catalog of songs that I absolutely love. But there's nothing that can compare to amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. See what's interesting about that song was the Lord appeared to him one day As they were having a situation on the seas, he was a captain of a ship. And they were having some extreme turbulence on the water. A storm was there. Life was a bit choppy at that moment, to say the least. And the Lord in that moment appeared to him, ministered to this man who was not a believer, and began to, to reveal his love to him, to bestow upon him his grace And it was at that moment that his conversion process began to take place. This man went from being a persecutor because he was the captain of a slave ship and he was a part of the the, the the, uh, transatlantic slave movement. And it was in this moment that the Lord saved this persecutor and brought him into becoming a proclaimer. Now, we're going to talk about that on next week. I want you to put a pin in that thought. Next week, what it looks like to go from persecutor to proclaimer, we'll look at that on next week. But for our purposes today, I want us to see and understand the beauty of God's grace and that he loved all of mankind that he showed himself or he appeared to us. He did not have to. He could have stayed exactly where he was. But he saw fit to come down and reveal himself and bestow upon us his love. And this is something that we should never get away from. Understanding grace is what I want to try to do for us today and to do it in a way that is more teaching than preaching. Because this is not only the foundation of our faith, But this should be the thing that continues to fuel us and motivate us and inspire us in our faith. The grace of God. Can I be honest with you? Uh, uh, the, the, The receiving of the blessings, of the compliments, 
and the, and, and the acknowledgments that you all just provided to me and Pastor KJ and, and uh, Sister Finney and, and, and my wife and Ashley. I, I've realized in ministry, Sade, this is what I've realized. I've told this to planners, church planners who are coming behind me. I've said this to older uh, leaders who've been serving in the Lord's church a lot longer than I have. What I have said to them, my sister, is this. They asked me, what have you learned in your four years of pastoring? What have you learned as a church planner? The number one thing that comes to my mind is actually number one, two, three, four, and five is that there is no substitute for grace. There's absolutely no substitute. There's no replacement. There is no other thing that is more fulfilling, that is more sustaining, that is more necessary for my life than grace. Oh, it exceeds just being a pastor. It's just talking about just being a servant of the Lord in any capacity. Just being a son of God. Just being a daughter of God. Just being a mother. Being a father. Being a husband. Being a wife. Being unmarried. Whatever your role is. Being a small business owner. Being a student. Being a leader. Or whatever your life status is. Whatever role that you live out and walk out on a day-to-day basis. Whatever hat you wear throughout your day, there is no substitute for the grace of God. Not your education, not not, not your network or your net worth. There will be nothing that can supersede or is more necessary or more beneficial to your life than the grace of God. And so for us, Rebuild Family, as we are growing together, as we're seeking to understand what it means to not just be a body of believers in this thing, but to really move into mature into becoming an army of trusters, the foundation has been laid, the foundation has been set by Christ Jesus when he went to Calvary's cross from us, when he rose from the grave on our behalf, that foundation, that cornerstone has been laid, and we should never build on anything else. The grace of God is needed and necessary. This may not be a feel-good message for you today, but I want it to be a real God message for your soul today. So let me give you a couple of scriptures as to why this matters for us at this specific time going forward. Here's the first thing I want to show you. We learned this from our Bible study, um, last Bible study, from uh, the Peters. First and second Peter. The end of second Peter three, as we close, the apostle Peter says this, verse 17. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. I want to say that again. The grace of God Here's, here's, here's a bonus, right? Here's, here's an extra bullet point. The grace of God aids you to not listen to the fools and not lose your stability. That's something we don't think about. So as we have looked at, right, just specifically how COVID affected mental health, well, here's what the Lord is saying, right? I've given you my grace so you won't lose your stability. 
Because there's a lot of teachings that will try to say something is better than me. Me being God. Everything will try to communicate in your life in some way, shape, or form at some particular time in your day, throughout your day, that it is better than God. And so what the Lord is saying, watch this, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I've given you a community. I've given you me by way of the Holy Spirit. I've given you my word because I don't want you to be unstable. Because the Bible says a double-minded man is what? Unstable and what? So the Lord, do you hear the grace? The Lord said, I've given you me. So that won't happen to you. Yes, that's first. Second thing, watch this. He says out of that, verse 18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. But grow in grace. In other words, it's something that we have to practice. It's something that we have to show up for. It's something that we have to work out. The Apostle Paul said, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You don't work for your salvation, but you have to work out your salvation. In other words, if I'm saying I want to lose weight, I just can't say it. I got to do it. You're not going to lose no weight if you're not exercising and if you're eating the wrong things. It's not going to happen. Trust me, I tried. Miss Jody Howe, it doesn't work, right? So what do I have to do? I have to show up. I have to make a decision daily. Watch this. Just like I make a decision every time, every day I wake up, I say to myself, today I'm Yolanda Reed's husband. Today I'm Yolanda Reed's husband. Now why is that important? Because... In a day, there could be somebody that will try to get me to not be Yolanda Reed's husband. And that somebody could very well be me. Oh, we love to say it was somebody else. Oh, she did this. Oh, she did that. No, my brother, the sinful nature your desires that the scripture talk about said, like Keith Sweat, I want her. So what, did, so what do I do in them? Then I have to do like David with Bathsheba and say, Lord, it was you I sinned against. Right? So this grace, Simone, helps me not to lose my stability even as a married man. His grace needs to be applied in every area of our lives. Watch this. Grace is not optional for the believer. It's not an option. Because God said, I've blessed you with it. So it's important that we understand that. So much so, after the Apostle Paul got saved, and since we passed the appreciation day, Sunday, whatever this thing is, says this, right? 
This is what the Lord gave me years ago, Pastor KJ. And this is what I stand with. Acts 20, verse 24. He says, but I consider my life of no value or precious to myself. If I can only continue to fulfill the, given, the ministry given to me by the Lord Jesus and to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. Pastor Paul says, I ain't nothing. The only reason why I'm something, because of him. So, what you see before you right now, me standing here and speaking through this microphone is me testifying of the gospel of the grace of God in my life. Because I can't tell you how many times within the four-year time period, Mr. Howe, that I have said, uh, let me clock out and never clock back in. And I'm standing and having the ability. Oh, oh, it's not just me as a pastor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let me bring everybody in. I, I, I know some of you parents have said that before. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Some of you parents have said that before. My, oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Lisa shared her testimony about her going through grad school. And I know there was a time during grad school where you wanted to punch that clock and say, oh, this is, no, I'm good where I am. I already got one degree, and I'm making all right money for my life. So I can just stay right here and not have to worry about it no more. And not just me as a pastor, we've done as a parent. Oh, some of us that are married, we have said, oh, 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 this is the last day. Because I can do bad all by my... Just say, enough is enough. And that's just a few examples, right? That's not all of them. That's just a few examples. What I'm trying to lean you into and to understand is God's grace is necessary, and there is no substitute. There is nothing that can compare to it. Nothing. All right? So here's our cornerstone thought, right? Grace is not just substance. It is our Savior, and it is the in and outworking of his steadfast love in our lives. Let me say that again. Here's our foundational thought for today, the cornerstone thought. It is this. The grace of God is not just substance. I've heard too much preaching about this being just substance, a thing. Ho, ho, ho. No, it's not. It's bigger than that. It's not just substance. It is our Savior. And it's the end and outworking of his steadfast love in our lives. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck continues his message, which has been titled Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm.